What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. We have another kick-ass show for you guys this week, reacting to Tom Brady's retirement, previewing the NHL All-Star Weekend, and Sarah has maybe moved on from Tuka Rask. So stay tuned for all of that. Let's have an awesome you show, you guys. Let's go. It's Saturday. Yeah. Gonna talk a little bit, sip a little bit. Sarah. Kendra, I see you ladies. <laughs> Y'all know what time it is. Uh. <laughs> Looking like you just graduated. Woo. Coming from a place that y'all gravitated. Woo. Looking like a boss, I just had to say. Woo. I know you got the sauce, no potato bread. Woo. All right, sis, knock him out, Mike Tyson. Woo. And I like it, show me a place I can buy it. Woo. But you priceless, superwoman, no sidekick. Dress game like science, girl, you all plus, no minus. Wake up in the morning, check the time, and then the vibes move. Peanut butter curves with jelly above the What is up, party people? Welcome back to another episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. I can't believe this is our 27th episode. I am Kendra Middleton, joined by my co-host, Sarah Griffin. Sarah, loving the pink hair. I know that we're going to talk about that in your HLH, but the the pink is a vibe. So how are we? How are you? I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. I like the pink hair. It makes me feel cool, cooler than I am. So... I am a big fan. I, um, before we get into our HLH, just want to wish everyone a happy women in sports day to all who celebrate. That was yesterday. Um, I know we got a lot of social engagement about it. It was, it was a fun day. I had a good time, like reading about everyone's kind of like experiences in the industry was really cool. Um, also want to thank all of the amazing women who have come on our show. We love you all appreciate Mm -hmm. you all. Um, Yesterday was great. I don't know about you. Did you have, I mean, I, I saw a ton of social engagement on your end too. Oh yeah. There is a lot. I like was in class for a while and I got out and I just saw, I had all these notifications. I was like, did something happen? But no, it was all very yeah. sweet. Yeah. So thanks to anyone who reached out or like tagged us or like commented on something yesterday. That was really sweet of you. Appreciate it. Um, if you are new here, we are going to do our HLH segment, which is our high low hero of the last week. Um, your high is something good that happened. Your hero is something good that unexpectedly happened to you. And your low is obviously self-explanatory, um, just to kind of help you guys catch up on our last week of life since we have talked to you guys. So Sarah, HLH, what's up? Talk to me. Okay, so my high, I did do the pink hair. That is my high for this week. Um, My low is just, honestly, yesterday was like the most hectic day I've had in a while. I didn't go to bed till 5.30 in the morning. So I know just hasn't been the greatest 24 hours. Um, My hero, I sent Kendra a Snapchat last night that I had four of these yesterday. I think I might short circuit soon, (laughs) but I don't know, man. They're getting me through life. And then my other hero is because it's the all-star weekend and I'm on like every single day, like full hours this weekend. I get free DoorDash from the NHL. Woohoo! Boston and amazing. Oh, also this is new. If you are listening to this show and not watching us on YouTube, we have a Boston sign under our SNS 
neon sign in my house. So we are the most bust and amazing podcast of all time. If you have never listened to this show before and you don't get the bust and jokes, follow us on Twitter at Set and Seltzers Pod or follow us on Instagram at Saturdays and Seltzers. Shameless plug before I get into my HLH. This is obviously a high. Like, how is this not a high? Oh, yeah. I honestly didn't even notice the so, bust and sign was up at first. Mm-hmm, we got it up. So, I mean, oh, Sarah's yeah. known that I was going to put it up for a few days now, but it is officially, <laughs> this is the first episode you guys are seeing it in. So that's dope. Um, my hi this week is that I am officially a Twitch affiliate. I've had like Ooh. the followers and like all that stuff for a while, but didn't have the streaming hours. So I've definitely been trying to do that a little bit more just because I'm playing anyway. I might as well hop on the stream and hang out with people. We had a ton of people hop in my chat last week and ask for like SNS spoilers and stuff like that. So that was kind of fun. So go follow me on Twitch if you want to talk about sports as they happen or suggest stuff for us to talk about or you want to talk about the show um come say hi to me on twitch sometime my low is obviously vivid seats if you once again talking about twitter but if you follow me on twitter i fucking hate vivid seats but they are so smart so they fucked me over really bad um and like their customer service is just absolute dog shit but they're actually pretty smart because they have a verified twitter which is like at vivid seats where they like post concert pictures and like events and like stuff they Mm -hmm. have tickets for and whatever and then that's like their verified account but they also have like a an account for like that's supposed to be like a help account or like a support account but it's so that all of the complaints that they get go to the support account and don't pop up on their tl which is so fucking smart like that's so smart but those fucking bastards i hate them this is an anti-vivid seats podcast if i'm so serious fuck vivid seats not busting at all um also my dumbass neighbor is my other low i don't know which one it was so like obviously we got a ton of snow last week and Mm -hmm. i parked so like it's like a two parking spot like thing like because we have street parking in front of my house and I parked in the back spot and the front spot got snowed in because nobody parked there and they left a note on my car saying I was an inconsiderate neighbor for taking up two spots but it's like they just didn't want to shovel the spot in front of it and it's like I'm obviously not going to shovel it for you fuck you bitch yeah that's rude but they went as far to like stick a note in a plastic bag in my windshield wiper so I was like okay whatever um and then my hero was that I got free pizza on Sunday from Bertucci's they like sent me a bunch like a bunch of food for like the NFL playoffs which was dope so I've been eating pizza for days and uh, whose hero wouldn't be free pizza so amen um do you know what you're gonna get from DoorDash like are you already like dreaming about it because I know that I would be looking at every menu that would be available to me Oh, I've been like, because I'm pretty sure I'm getting like a hundred dollar gift card. So I was like, the world is my oyster. I can like get DoorDash every <laughs> meal this week. <laughs> and I don't know. I'm like, okay. I feel like I got to change it up from what I usually get. Because usually I just get like Chipotle or sushi. But I'm like, I need to like take advantage. <laughs> but I, I mean, sushi. I feel like sushi is definitely taking advantage. Yeah, right. Like I'll just get like a bigger order than I usually do. Mm, you should just you know what you should do because like the delivery fee is so high you should just order mm-hmm. from one place like five meals and then just put them all in the fridge and eat them over like Stock a couple it days <laughs> yeah that way you don't have to pay the delivery fee more than once and you like get True. like the use out of your gift card big brain shit That's okay so actually. 
I know it's my day off. So I am drinking, drinking and streaming later. And then you are not off, but like have an easier night. So I know you have a bev. Mm -hmm. What are you drinking this week? For the second week in a row, I'm doing a spicy margarita again. <laughs> Net. What? No, Sarah. I thought I'm taking a tequila break. No, it was really a break. No, it wasn't a break. I'm drinking tequila again. It's good. It's so good. Like, I'm telling you, these are so good. This brand, I don't know. Like, I've literally never seen it anywhere besides this one liquor store. Sponsor me, okay? I give you endless clout on this podcast and okay. I think I'm the only one drinking these ever here's what we are doing you're gonna take a smasher pass photo and tag them and tell them that you love them <laughs> and maybe they will hook you up they don't even um, have socials I, I looked nothing Mm-mm. should we write them a letter I'm about to send them an email and be like hey check out our podcast because I talk about your product every fucking week and I drink it constantly. You should, <laughs> Sarah, you should absolutely email them. I would <laughs> simply pass away if you emailed a margarita company. That would be like tequila girl. What did somebody say? Tequila Tuesdays. That would be oh, like yeah. a tequila girl move. That would be <laughs> I, I hilarious. Now, actually. I think, I I think that you it. should because, yeah, I think that you should put that on your to-do list. Um, <laughs> I am drinking, so- Welcome back to another episode of Saturdays and Seltzers, aka me stealing the alcohol that my friends leave in my house. Um, someone left an entire thing of White Claws. I think it was Chrissy again, actually. So shout out Chrissy. I'm drinking this alcohol. Um, thank you. But I am drinking, these were warm. So I'm drinking them out of an old pasta sauce jar. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, you know, reuse, reuse, recycle. Yeah, so thank you, Chrissy, for the white claws. I'm drinking them on my night off. So this looks like water, but you guys know me better than that. Um, I don't have any MLB stuff this week. Do you? I mean, obviously, people are still pissed, but. I just got, like, a t- uh, tweet alert from Jeff Passan that I guess MLB today requested immediate assistance of a federal mediator to help resolve the sports lockout. That's about the first news I've really seen besides them saying that they met on Monday and it went nowhere. I don't really, I don't think a mediator is going to do much in this situation. This might sound really fucking stupid. And like, I can put two and two together to figure out what like a federal mediator is, but like, what the fuck is a federal mediator and what are they going to do for like, what? Well, I was just thinking, I was like, why does major league baseball need a federal media? I'm like, first of all, what makes someone a yeah, federal exactly. mediator? Like your government yeah. assigned job is to mediate. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what I'm For grasping. The government, I'm like, like what is. And the government's baseball, like, here, you can have ours. The government? Yeah. That's yeah. Really, like, uh, hello. Here, take ours. Take this. Like what? what? I just. <laughs> hello. I was like, this might sound really stupid, but like, why? I don't know. If you know, please let us know because I. Don't get me wrong. I will admit when I'm stupid, but like, I want to know. Now I'm just curious. Also, how do you get that job? Are they like lawyers? I never understood mediators. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that is our baseball talk for the week. Um, (laughs) It's been a big week in the NFL. Yeah. That's like, like, there's nothing going on in baseball. Like literally nothing. (laughs) Absolutely not. I can't think of a thing. That's it. 
there you go. Um, but it was a big week in the NFL. Tom Brady retired. Um, I have some thoughts about this, but I figured, you know, you grew up with Brady very closely. I mean, you live like 15 minutes from Gillette. So <laughs> I want to know your reactions, um, how you felt. I don't know. So obviously the Adam Schefter thing too, like he kind of was like, he's going to retire. And then his dad was like, no. So start to finish your thoughts, emotions, all of that. Okay. I was super emotional about it when it initially broke by Adam Schefter. But then once it turned mm-hmm. into this whole thing where like, they're like, oh no, like he hasn't said anything yet. Like blah, blah, blah. And then everyone's doubting Adam Schefter's credibility. And then I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like we all know the type of person Tom Brady is that he would go and play another season out of spite. Just to be like, fuck you. That's like, you can't mm-hmm. break my own news. And I understand that is his job to break news, but I do think it was kind of fucked up. But again, like, yeah, he's Adam Schefter. Of course he's going to, if you hear that scoop, you're going to run with it. But then, yeah, once yeah. Like, Brady's dad got into it and stuff, I'm like, all right, let's just like sit back on this while. And then like two days mm-hmm. later, after like denying, denying, he was just like makes his post, which I have no issue with. Like, yeah, like it's your retirement. You should go out on your own terms. Then like, we really have to do another day of the same thing that we just did two days ago. Cause I'm like, okay, it was really emotional the first time. I'm like, this time around, I'm like, you guys are just saying the same shit. And I get it. Like, it's sad. Like it is, it's literally an end of an era and like the greatest football player, like quarterback will ever see. I'm just like, of course, this is how it all goes down. Like, of course, this is how it plays out. Okay. So my thoughts, I mean, like I figured that if Shefty was reporting it, it's probably true. Like I, mm-hmm as much as I don't want to trust him sometimes, like he is the goat, like he knows it all. Like, I don't think he sleeps. The devil works hard, but like Adam Schefter works harder. (laughs) But so I was kind of annoyed with Patriots Twitter because they were like, Oh, why didn't he thank us? Oh my God. No bill. Blah, 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 blah. Like that was the most dramatic and extra thing for Patriots fans to always assume that it has to be about them or something has to be about them. Or what about us? It's like, shut the fuck up. It's not your retirement. He like did his thing here. He's definitely going to probably sign a day contract and come like retire his Jersey at Gillette and shit like that. Like, shut up. You guys are such fucking babies. And I know a lot of you don't want to hear that because you're New England fans. You live here. It's a huge part of our fan base, but it was really fucking annoying. You guys were acting like fucking toddlers. I don't like, were you offended by that? Like I'm obviously not a Patriots fan, so I don't have the Homer piece of it, but. I mean, I read it and I like did notice. I was like, oh, you didn't mention the Patriots, but I kind of just figured it's for something bigger because he probably is. And now it's pretty much confirmed. He's doing a 24 hour contract, whatever. I didn't take it to the heart like that, but I know people were really upset, but I don't know. I feel like everyone kind of knew like Tom Ray's a classy guy. Like obviously he's not going to pretend that he wasn't a Patriot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I kind of have like a conspiracy theory just because we know that I like to toss these out there from time to time, whether they're like insane or actually wind up happening. But Josh McDaniels signed to be the new Raiders head coach and everyone mm-hmm. and their mother is moving to freaking Vegas. And I don't, because of the rumors of him, like potentially signing a day contract and stuff like that. I wonder if there was the pause on him announcing it because he wanted to wait or like something happened, you know, like you said, with the Shefty news and stuff, or was he like considering maybe going to Vegas with McDaniels for a minute? So that's just like my like little conspiracy theory that I wanted to throw out there. 
Um, I don't know if you have any thoughts about it, but you know, I, I just think it's fun to like toss shit like that out there sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And I, I kind assume of- that he's just been anticipating this retirement, but that I never considered that. So you never know. Um, I also, did you see everything going on with this, like Brian Flores and Bill Belichick thing? Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read the headline just because I was a little confused at first. And I think that this article by CNN, whether you like CNN or not, this is a sports article, whatever. Um, I'm going to read like the beginning of this headline. So just in case people don't have all the facts, this was posted a couple hours ago. So it's pretty up to date. Um, basically what happened was an accidental congratulatory text message from New England head coach Bill Belichick to Brian Flores is at the center of a lawsuit that has the NFL rocked. Flores, the former head coach with Miami Dolphins, filed a lawsuit on Tuesday against the NFL, the New York Giants, the Denver Broncos, and the Miami Dolphins organization. The 40-year-old who is black says in his lawsuit that the Giants interviewed him for their vacant head coach job under disingenuous circumstances as Flores has found out three days before his interview that the Giants had already decided to hire Brian Dabble. Flores says he learned that this learned this after receiving a congratulatory text message from blah 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 congratulatory text message from Felichek, whom Flores used to work for it that sent in error. Um, I don't really know how to feel about this. I know that people have tried to do this before um, and sue the NFL for these same terms or similar terms. Um, do you have any thoughts or feelings just because you know Belichick kind of is involved in this? Um, I will, I won't lie. Like I've been following this just because it is like Belichick kind of started the whole thing. My only two thoughts for it. Cause like you said, I feel like I almost need like more facts here before I can like be like, oh yeah, this person's in the right. This person's in the wrong. Cause yeah, again, unless you're like sitting in the room or someone has like solid evidence, like proving otherwise, like on either side, I'm like, I don't want to say anything, but I will say, I thought those text messages were kind of funny one and two, I did not expect Phil Belichick to use so many exclamation points when he texts. Yeah, he's kind the of a he weird texts texter. Is so funny. It's so, and he texts like I, I do. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, my only thought about this is that when everything happened with John Gruden and the Raiders, I threw out there that I thought that this was going to kind of start you know, a bigger fire in the the long run Mm -hmm. around the NFL. And I think that this is just going to be the beginning of cases like this and emails. And he said, she said to come. And I think that this isn't going to be the last of this we're going to see either. I think that over time, there's probably going to be, you know, similar lawsuits to this, like there have been before. So, um, I, I don't know. I, I need more facts, like you said, but I mean, we, tend to agree about a lot of stuff so we'll see where the nfl lines mm-hmm. up with this if this goes anywhere yeah he obviously is looking for a new job as well so i don't know um i also want to talk about the super bowl the super bowl is set it is Bengals. rams our picks are done as soon as sarah has five minutes to breathe she will <laughs> drink a couple of seltzers on the show but sarah is slowly <laughs> dying Actually, you know what? I don't know what would be more insane. You and the five Celsius yesterday or you and five Bevs. That's but- what I'm thinking because I'm not kidding you. At like 4 a.m. yesterday, I was like, I don't even, it doesn't feel like it's 4 a.m. It feels like it's 4 p.m. Like I was buzzing at 4 a.m. last night. I did not think I was going to be able to sleep once I was done with everything at 5.30. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. I thought your heart was going to explode yesterday. Yeah, I was a little nervous. I also didn't, I had a salad. That was it. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Anyways, so Sarah (laughs) will for sure at some point get to um, her promised seltzers. But yes, RIP to the sexiest Super Bowl that could have been because it was so close to being Joe Burrow and Jimmy G. And honestly, plus like the Super Bowl halftime show, it would be like that. I think it's going to be the second sexiest behind the Janet Jackson Super Bowl halftime show for obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. But like, could you imagine boys are always like I want to get my girlfriend into football like oh my god if you want to get your freaking girlfriend into football rig it so those two are in the Super Bowl that's how you get more female fans (laughs) we want Joey B and Jimmy G it's Joey B and Jimmy G hell yeah but it's true like the Nickelodeon game oh my god can the Super Bowl please be on fucking Nickelodeon I Sarah don't do this to me (laughs) I would love that okay so but here's the thing could you put that halftime show on Nickelodeon I don't think so oh probably not no like what would they do in something else in this place like they they're Nickelodeon they're creative they can just like slime someone in the audience or something (laughs) That's true, yeah. Or like put like SpongeBob on like an animated stage or something. Oh, I mean, just put like it in SpongeBob, the uh, bubble dome thing. Just play that video. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. There you I'm go. That's all I need. I'm. There we go. I'm writing it in my show notes. Um. So, <laughs> do you have a favorite for the Super Bowl? Are you sticking with the Joey B grind? Yeah, I gotta stick with the Joey B grind. It's been paying off for me. Okay. All right. So, um, that's perfect because I'm actually taking the Rams. So go okay. Rams, go Rams at Anthony, the Red Sox fan. <laughs> so this will be fun. Um, maybe we'll make another wager for the Super Bowl or something like that. I'll actually remember to cut this clip. I will write it down right now so that we can get you guys to comment on that. The only other thing I have to say about the playoffs last weekend, well, two more things I want to say one, Fuck Brittany Matthews, suck a dick. I hope someone poured champagne on her. And two, what was Jackson Mahomes doing with that girl at the bar? Okay, my question, I understand that like, all right, he's Patrick Mahomes' brother, so he can easily get into these places. I'm like, isn't he like 16? <laughs> no, that he's like 20. Old. Oh, he is? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't like okay. 21. He's Dutch. I genuinely thought this whole time he was like a sophomore in high school. I'm like, how's he getting in here? And that girl might be, this might not be a good look for, I did not realize he was that old. Yeah. Um, that was, but like, my thing is if he were not Jackson Mahomes, there is no way that they let him do that. <laughs> like no way. Could, like, could you imagine like a random person doing that? Also, if you don't know what we're talking about, Jackson, sorry, I should have described this better. Um, Jackson Mahomes and a young girl were seen at a bar in Kansas City where they were sharing a mechanical bowl together. He was sitting on it and they were like scissoring and she was like in his lap and the bowl was just like slowly moving. And they were like, honestly, they looked like they were fucking scissoring. I'm sorry. They did. Yeah, it, it did look like that. Do you- <laughs> 
<laughs> do you think that the city of like that? Do you think that like Kansas City fans like like him? I don't know because I was going through just looking at like you know how Brittany Matthews made those shirts like what did it just say like Team Brittany or something I don't know something about anti bullying yeah but like people were like actually buying them like they sold out and I saw these people like oh we the people of Kansas City like support her like all this stuff so I don't know but I also don't know after her loss how you could support those two because it's kind of embarrassing especially like right after a loss like that he goes and does that and like again always diverse attention to one of those two like I was on there I was on her Twitter too and she was like retweeting and like liking people supporting her like pouring champagne on those people and stuff and it was like the city of Kansas like Kansas City fans is it it's Kansas City Missouri right Yes. I'm not stupid. Yeah. I was like, how does like yes. Kansas City like support this person? Like you guys, you are the only ones, but like do not claim her as your own. No, like you're better than that. I know. And it's like, I'm sick of talking about them and I'm sure you guys are sick of like hearing about it, but I'm just like, I, I, you think it can't get worse and it somehow does. Mm-hmm. They always one up themselves. It's kind of impressive, I, I will say. Like you're just like how yeah. Like he danced his TikTok dance on a like memorial, and somehow he still just keeps going. And we're still here talking about it. We are still yeah. here talking about it. Um, my only other football thing this week before we get into lacrosse stuff, the. Washington football team did the dumbest thing they ever could have done by changing their name from the football team. And to make that even worse, they are now the Washington commanders. Uh, Honestly, like I don't have an (laughs) opinion on the name commanders. I just thought the Washington football team was such a good name. I'm like, why, why would you change it? It's so good. Like, it's so good. good and the, and like if you're gonna be the Washington commanders I feel like you have to like change your colors to be like purple and teal or like something exciting the fact that they're keeping the same fucking colors yeah. and they're gonna be the commanders I'm like this is so dumb this is so dumb they sound like a minor league baseball team that sounds like a name that a I- minor league team would have they sound like something that a Disney movie would name a team mm-hmm that's that is accurate, exactly actually. what I think of. Yes, that's literally, it sounds like it's in a fucking Disney movie and I hate it. I hate it. Kept You should have kept the football team. I might even try and buy mm-hmm. some like football team merch just because I like it so much. Like if I got a Taylor Heineke football team jersey, I think that that's the move. So if you know where I can buy one, let me know. I'm sure I could just Google it, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so fuck the Washington Commanders. That's such a stupid name. Sarah... I know you were watching lacrosse while you were in class yesterday, and I know you have some thoughts. So what's up? Yeah, so obviously last weekend, there was only three games. This weekend, they had six games on Saturday. Like four of them started at seven. I was trying to watch while also working. It was, it didn't work out. But then Sunday, matinee game between the Riptide and the Bandits, which I'll get into because it was actually a very exciting game. Our Riptide looked they didn't win, but they, they almost I watched did. part and of the game. I watched I'm part like, of the game. Go Rips. Bandits are so good. So you know what? Good for them. But 
my thoughts after last weekend. Yeah. I've been sleeping on the Albany Fire Wolves. I kind of just ignored them. They're more of like, I hate saying it. They're more of a defensive team than offensive team. So I'm just like, meh. So I haven't really, but they are good. They beat Halifax this weekend. And, you know, Halifax is like another one of those like power teams that hadn't lost up until this point. And now their first defeat comes to Albany Firewolves. So I sleep on them. I'll admit. Vancouver Warriors. Off Kings. Yeah. (laughs) Vancouver Warriors. I do. I know I've said before that I really like the team. They did lose Mitch Jones, and this came right, that news came right before their game, and so I was on the lacrosse flash spaces, and my hot take, because we were supposed to give one, was I was like, oh, the Warriors are going to beat the Mammoth this time around, and then they're like, oh, Mitch Jones is out for, like, who knows how long. I was like, well, this was a hot take, but now I'm just going to sound really fucking dumb, because there's no chance of that happening. They lost, like, nine to four, <laughs> So Mitch Jones being out is a big loss for them. They're playing Panther City this weekend. It honestly at this point might be a close matchup at that point. Um, okay, Saskatchewan go off got Panther a, City. Yeah. Saskatchewan beat Panther City this weekend. So they're climbing their way back up to the top. That makes them with two wins this season. We'll see. I don't want to make any predictions because I did not predict them to go one and four, one and five, whatever the fuck it was to start the season. Um, now that Thunderbirds have lost, even though the Bandit won their game and are still undefeated, I think San Diego is the best team in the league. They were like okay. behind, they were behind to start off the first quarter against what's the face? Oh, Calgary Roughnecks, which mind you, Roughnecks haven't played in 44 days, which was kind of wild, but they were able Wait, to- why? Because you know how they took like a week off because like a whole week took a week off because COVID. Then I think they had more COVID yeah. issues and I think they just weren't scheduled for a game. So they literally had not played in over a month. Like they've played a total of four games now after last weekend. So that's why that I'm, like, is I'm really insane. Lead. I'm like, I don't have an opinion on that team because I don't really know what they look like. How can you? <laughs> yeah. How can you? Like they don't even know what each other look like at that point. But no, San Diego, it wasn't their best game, but like they still pulled it out. Like, I don't know. I just think they have a very, they might be my favorite to win the cup. But the best one was Buffalo Riptide. Riptide were down at the half, I think nine to four, eight to four. And then fourth quarter, they go on a 6-0 run, take the lead. And I was like, yes, this is what we need. Like, and their defense looked so good. Like, obviously, it wasn't a very defensive game. It was like 18-17 final score. But they looked so good in the last, like, quarter. I was like, yes, they're going to beat the Bandits. And everyone's going to hop on and be with us here. I know, because I was like, I was like, imagine (laughs) if they beat the Wings and then the Bandits. It's like, kind of like the Jaguar season. It's like, you beat the fucking... You almost beat the Bengals and you beat the Bills. Like, fuck it. So that's why I was like, yes, finally, they need this. Everyone's going to start taking them seriously. Like, everyone knows their offense is legit, but, like, they just can't do much with it. And I'm like, yes, I think Josh Byrne had the tying goal, which is Josh Byrne, so we'll allow it. We like to see that. We'll allow it. Yeah, it took like a minute into overtime for the bandits to win. As soon as it went to overtime, I was like, there's no fucking way the Riptide's winning this. <laughs> the bandits are yeah. too good, but 
I was happy with them. You know what? I thought that was a great I, game. I, they looked I, good. Yes. Me too. I watched part of it and I have my <laughs> Twitter notifications on. And yes. I was like sitting there and I just, I remember like I saw the final score and literally I'm going to recreate the sound that came out of my mouth. I literally just go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was so sad. I was like, because obviously I know the bandits are good because we had Mackie yeah. on and like I know the roster and stuff like that. And I was like so excited. And then I just was like, oh. It would have been such a good right, story. Baby. Like this top undefeated team and then the Riptide coming after their first where you're just like, fuck you, smack Daddy. down. Like fourth quarter comeback. <laughs> but they should uh. still be proud because that was a very good game. Yes, we we stand. Um, yes. So I know you do your game to watch every week. Who should people be watching this weekend and where can they watch them? Okay, this week, and actually, I'm not going to lie, NLL, kind of a boring slate of games this weekend. It's like weirdly, so on Saturday, I want to say it's on Friday and Saturday. It's Albany at, or no, it's Georgia at Albany. And then the, the next day, they're all, both flying to Georgia to play each other again. I don't know. I'm like, first of all, those are two teams I don't really pay attention to to begin with. So why are there yeah. two games of just them? Two, why are you doing that? <laughs> That's such a pain in the ass for everyone. So I don't know. Albany's good. They are worth watching, but that's not my team of the week um, or game of the week. My game of the week this week is Toronto Rock versus the Philadelphia Wings in Philly just because I feel like they're kind of on the same level playing field and I'm interested to see who ends up winning this game because I think I put down the wings as who I think is going to win, but like the Rock just came off a nice win against the Rochester Nighthawks. So I guess we'll see, but yeah, that's my game. Why am I cheering for Toronto? (laughs) I don't know. I kind of, I'm just feeling Toronto. I just, I, I don't know. I just feel it. I kind of feel that way too. I picked Philly, but. Okay. So you said Saturday at eight. Is it on TSN? It's on ESPN plus, and I believe it is the TSN game of the week. So is Mackie on? Yes. Watch our girl, Mackie. Shout out Mackie Jenner. Queen, busting an amazing queen. Yep. Crushing (laughs) it. Um, So this week is the all-star break for the NHL. So my first thought for NHL stuff is that I know I'm a little sad that there's no hockey because I feel like I don't really get super into hockey and basketball until football's over just because as everybody knows, like football is just my favorite thing in the whole world. Um, So I'm kind of sad that there's no hockey, but I'm sure that you do not feel the same way. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to lie. So I like this week, I knew I was going to have to work every day of the all-star game. Like I knew that obviously it's a big event. I think I have all hands on deck, but I think I have like Wednesday, Thursday next week off, which I'm like, okay. But I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like Sunday, Monday, like what am I doing? I'm on these eight hour shifts. I'm a little confused. (laughs) I'm a little confused, but I'll go Um, with it. It's money. (laughs) It's true. So I was really like not confused when I saw that MGK was the all-star performer, but I was a little confused just because I feel like that's not, first of all, I feel like that's not like what the NHL usually goes for. But second of all, I feel like NHL fans like aren't MGK fans. I don't know. Do you, how do you feel? Well, I feel like it's like edgy for them, but I'm confused. 
Well, do you remember, like, I think it was 2019, they had Green Day, and because the NHL had a partnership with Green Day, and I think it was supposed to be a three-year contract, yeah. but it just, like, never ended up panning out or something, probably because they, so they swore on TV, it's Green Day, I don't know, I don't know what they thought what was going to happen. What you expected. Yeah, but it was not bleeped out, even with the seven-second delay, don't know how that happens they got a ton of backlash for it and you know how some old hockey yeah. fans are they're like what the fuck is this like well like people were so yeah. angry about it so I kind of just assumed they were going to go with like a country singer or something like that's just me too on brand for the NHL MGK is a weird choice because one even if you are going for that edgier crowd I I don't even think they're that interested <laughs> no maybe that's just me no. as not a big fan of mgk's music or him as a person really <laughs> yeah i it's love mgk i love his i love his music i just like considering the nhl and their fan base and stuff like that i so like you expected like a country singer or something like that i was just like this is like the nhl's shot at being edgy and up to date without like having to like push the envelope well like Lauren, you know, went and saw MGK, like, what the fuck was that thing? The, like, oh, Topsfield Fair or something in, like, Springfield, whatever the fuck that mm-hmm. thing is. I'm like, why does he do these yeah. things? He is not, like, a random state fair, the NHL All-Star game. His agent's supposed to be like, yeah, we'll take anything. <laughs> Which, like, I don't understand at all because he's getting, like, such good press right now. I'd be like, mm-hmm. act like it. I don't know. I love MGK. I love his music. Even like I was an MGK fan when he was like really like a shitty rapper. Yeah. <laughs> like to put it plain and simple, like OG MGK, like when he was like a shitty See, white rapper. Um, that's the only music of his I know. And I've never listened to any of the new stuff. No, you would love the new stuff. Like knowing your taste in music, I'm so serious, Sarah. You really would. Maybe I have to give it a chance. <laughs> I think you should because like, it's it's like the one of the mainstream things that I appreciate. So I feel like that was that is where our like music taste would like kiff. <laughs> <laughs> so um I know that we have so just to kind of give you guys a little insight on Sarah and I's relationship, we are constantly sending each other DMs on like Twitter, Instagram, like talking about stuff, obviously like things that we want to put on the show, stuff that we want to talk about, like things that we mutually like care about. And obviously the Evander Kane situation is something that Sarah and I feel strongly about. So her and I have been talking about it in the DM as updates have been happening on Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that. Um, I want I want to know your thoughts on this situation because obviously I was a Sharks fan and I'm like super heartbroken because I was excited when he got there, despite like, you know, some of the allegations and stuff that he has. So I want to know from your, like, obviously you work for the NHL and you know, you have thoughts that are very educated on this matter in a way that is sort of neutral. Whereas like I do not. So I want to know your opinion Mm -hmm. before I give mine, just because I kind of like, am just so angry. (laughs) I just look at it from the hockey perspective of like, okay, the Oilers desperately need help. And I think I said this earlier, either on this show last week, or I think I said it on another podcast too, just like, okay, yeah, the Oilers have obvious problems. Evander Kane's not going to solve any of those problems. He'll maybe score you like one Mm -hmm. extra goal, 
but it's not going to be the difference maker to win you these games. Like we've seen how the Oilers have been losing games. They like find different ways to lose. And I don't think Amanda Kane is going to change any of that. I don't think it was worth the press they're getting for it because they are getting so much backlash. You know, you go on their Twitter and you see like Oilers fans, like, yeah, there's like the older fans that are like, I don't care. Like as long as you play hockey, blah, blah, blah. But I think a big part of hockey now, like I know you see it too on hockey Twitter. It is a lot of young people, especially teenagers. So many young people. Yes. Yes. And they feel very passionate about this stuff. And I think it's great. But when you have like all these like very passionate teenagers that are really into the sport and aren't afraid to call you out on it, if they're a fan of your team and then you bring in this guy that they're already educated on and know exactly Mm -hmm. why he's not someone that one, from a hockey stance you need and two, do not need just in like as a clubhouse presence, really. Yep. I I don't understand the move still. (laughs) Yeah. So I have a couple of thoughts on this as well. My first is like you said, the, and I mean, I don't think that the normal hockey fan sees like the young demographic in the same way that you and I do just because we're a little bit older than these kids, but to the point where we still see their Twitters, we still see how active they are. All of these freaking Mm -hmm. NHL group chats that you and I get thrown in from time to time, just kids (laughs) thinking they're funny and throwing us into stuff, but it's like they're, demographic currently I would be willing to bet the majority is very young and Mm -hmm. the fact that it it, for me it's like the fact that these kids are watching the representation of the NHL that's being put out there through like Evander Kane and stuff like that to me it's like you are first of all these kids have all the information they could ever want and more at Mm -hmm. their fingertips they're educated in this matter they're passionate they are an up and coming, you know, generation of kids who care about things that prior generations don't. And it's like, when you put this message out there to these young kids, I don't think that that's setting a good example. And they know that, and they will rip you for it, like you said. So it's just, to mm-hmm. me, it's the product that you're putting on the ice that is impacting these kids. And these kids are watching you do that. And it's like, you have to think about your brand's future and what you're broadcasting your brand to, to these younger generations. And then also, we talked about the same thing that you also mentioned with, you know, Evander Kane not being able to solve a lot of these locker room problems. And when the Bruins were looking at him, that was our same thing back then. You know, obviously a lot has changed within like the Bruins play and their team and their lines and all that kind of stuff since, but your locker room stays the same. And this was kind of back when there were these allegations against Brad Marchand and like stuff like that. But it's like, Evander Kane is not going to solve any problems on any team. Honestly, he's probably just going to divide them between the people who are Mm -hmm. married and, you know, care about their wives and their kids and stuff like that. And the people who just want to win games. And speaking about those people who just want to win games, Connor McDavid's press conference when asked about Evander Kane rubbed me the wrong way. And it's like, not only are Oilers fans mad at the team because they have talent and they're doing nothing with it. There's, they're losing disgusting games, like ugly fucking games that they should be winning. And it's like as much love as Oilers fans have for the team and the franchise and all that kind of stuff. I don't think that Oilers fans are the kind of fans to embrace Evander Kane in a way that this team thinks that they will. No, like we both just said, like they have such a majority, like all hockey teams now 
I feel like have to know that you have a big youth following. Like we see it all the time on Twitter. And the other thing, those kids do so much marketing for the league. Like they're so good at art, like graphic design. Like they make all the fan cams. Like it's incredible what they could do. I'm like, if I'm an NHL team, I want to lean into that. I want to be on their good side because again, like you said, like maybe we see it more because we are like, we see their Twitters, like we interact with these people, but we see it more often than probably the average older hockey fan, but it is their overwhelming majority. Like half of my time is them. (laughs) Me too. Me too. Yeah. And, and like I said, we both get thrown into these. So if, if you're like an older person listening to this and you don't really, you know, grasp like how young people or the internet works, these young kids have like group chats with 40 or 50 people in them. And occasionally <laughs> like kids think they're funny and we'll throw like reporters or me and Sarah or both into these group chats and just like want to talk. Like they just want to talk. It's and cute. It's, it's funny. It's crazy. It is. It's funny. It's cute. Like, I love it. It's like, I, and I'll, I'll stick around and like shoot the shit for a few minutes. But it's like, you have such a young, passionate fan base. And for me, it's like, like you said, yeah, they should be grasping to that. But it's like, for the first time in a long time, I feel like this, like this, like 18, 19, 20 year old group of people want to make a change for the good. And they see through all of this bullshit. And I think that Mm -hmm. leagues like the NHL and the NFL are in serious trouble if they keep letting people like Evander Kane or Tyreek Hill, like continue to be in these leagues. And eventually I think it's going to, and I hope it does. I really hope it does bite them in the ass for leaning into the wrong shit. Like you should not be prioritizing your older demographic right now at, at all. Um, but this was quite an epic rant. <laughs> Like probably our most epic and, and it's insightful shit though. You know what I mean? Like nobody Mm -hmm. else is talking about this stuff. So I'm okay with going on these tangents for a few minutes, but like the fact that the NHL just isn't leaning into that. And I I just like this whole Evander Kane situation pushes me the wrong way. (laughs) So anyways, back (laughs) yeah back to the all-star weekend stuff I just have to say I I saw I was reading some articles earlier today about any about the all-star weekend and there are so many first timers here mm-hmm. and I know that the pens are kind of a controversial team people love them or they hate them and you hate you love or hate the roster yeah I'm so happy that Jake Gensel is playing I have been like the biggest Jake Gensel stand for years and I just like I I'm happy I am at peace <laughs> um I I know that you have a ton of thoughts about this because obviously you work so closely with the NHL and stuff like that and you're covering everything this weekend so do you have someone that you think people should watch someone you're excited about do you have a division that you're excited to watch like what are what are your thoughts as a as a whole for all-star weekend Okay, well, obviously for Bruins representation, there's Patrice Bergeron. Everyone knows that's my favorite athlete of all time. But I will say I'm more excited to see Kale McCarr than I am Patrice Bergeron. Yeah, because he's another firstie. Yeah, young, exciting. Like, again, like Patrice, it's like, okay, everyone respects him. Classy guy. Everyone loves him. This is Kale McCarr's first. I'm like, oh, that's so Mm -hmm. cute. 
But I know. I'm excited about him too. My second thought is so now you know Ovechkin is out because of COVID. So he avoids the All Star game once again. And they're bringing in Tom Wilson, which I got that email <laughs> from the league probably two hours before I went out. And I saw it. All I saw it was, I don't know if I can say it. It was just like titled. It was very obvious that they're bringing in Wilson as his replacement. I looked at it. I was like, this is going to go so poorly on Bruins Twitter. Throwing tomatoes. I'm throwing tomatoes. Yep, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be so funny to watch how people react to this. And so then once it finally got posted, I was like, all right, like, let's see. Every single reply was just Bruins fans like Brad Marchand's not in the All Star game, but Tom Wilson is. Like you better hope he doesn't headhunt in the All Star game. Like everyone's home is just for fun. Like blah blah blah. And I will say, I think Tom Wilson is a good player when he's not being dirty, like we typically see. Which I yeah, I don't know. I, I don't watch Tom Wilson a ton. Otherwise, unless I'm like assigned at a Capitals game or they're playing the Bruins. I'm not watching Tom Wilson a ton. I'll be real. So, but I do no. think he's a good. But he's also player. just such a dick. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I understand. Like on that Capitals roster, why he was their next choice. But I do think it is yeah. like, and again, like the fan voting, whatever. There's only so much you can do. I'm like, it is kind of wild that Brad Marchand isn't at this game, but then. Tom Wilson just waltzes in. I don't know. Like, I get it. I think some Bruins fans look kind of stupid the way they're going to, like, war about him. Like, it, it's just a game, all-star game. <laughs> it's not life but or death. Brad said he's excited to go on vacation. <laughs> true. Yeah. I, like, honestly, I'd rather go on vacation. But my thing is, is that, like, I don't think that Brad and Tom are, like, comparable. No. But it's, like they're both kind of controversial from like an outsider's perspective in the league it's like they're not like comparably controversial but see I have like a bone to pick with people when they bring up Brad Marsh on being a dirty player I'm like okay I get it you're not a Bruins fan you don't like Brad Marsh on and I understand not liking Brad now because he is so good and they're like oh off the ice though he's actually a good person like you obviously haven't watched a Bruins game since like, I don't fucking know, like 2016. He yep. is not a dirty player. Like he had that one incident with like fucking slew foot that was still like kind of a question mark this year. Yep. That was his first incident in three years. And I know we talked about that on here. Yeah. And just like, it is such a lazy take to say Brad Marshall and Tom Wilson are comparable and that they're both dirty players. When I'm like, okay, I can and openly say, I'm not watching every game to help tom wilson's playing but also people if your team's playing brad marshall do you really see him going like head hunting people or they're like oh he licks people like blah blah, blah. i'm like when when in the last like five years has he done anything that made you go fuck this guy <laughs> i don't disagree with you i just think because the average nhl fan is probably in that mindset that they are both sort of controversial that that's probably how people feel about it. I personally hate Wilson 8,000 times more, obviously for obvious reasons, just because he is such a dirty player consistently. But, you know, to the average consumer, you never know. Um, I actually had a question for you in our show notes. I have seen so many people talking about the Rangers. Are they streaking? Blah, blah, blah. I want to know, as someone who obviously works for the NHL, are the Rangers good? 
they're legit i've had to watch a few of their yeah. games now yeah okay and it's been like over a span of like a month and a half because that's what i thought too is like maybe they're just like streaking here like whatever no when you watch those games like they are they'll be down they'll co- make these big comebacks they have random guys i've never heard of that are like pushing them then they already have like their stars that everyone knows that they're legit they they scare me <laughs> okay all right. Yeah. Cause like, I, I don't want to call myself like an average fan of the NHL because I feel like I am, you know, I'm a little bit above that. Like I, I love hockey. Mm-hmm. I watch hockey all the time. Like I cover hockey, you know what I mean? But it's like for someone yeah. who's like actively not watching Rangers games all the time. And it's like, I see yeah. everyone talking about the <laughs> Rangers. I see their scores. I see, you know, all these articles and stuff. I'm like someone like you who, you know, watches far more games than anyone else. I'm like, okay, are they good? So I, if you say that you are on the Rangers bandwagon for them actually being good, because it's like, you look at their roster and I'm like, okay, like there's nothing here that I'm like, okay, this is of substance. This is of value. Like they, I feel like I'm that TikTok right now, (laughs) but like, it's like, I don't see anything that like puts them on like any other like good team right now scale so I was curious like are they just having good chemistry like I, don't I would know. say they have really good on ice chemistry I'll say that like that's because again I'm not super familiar with their roster otherwise than like the top lines and like Adam Fox whatever but no they're like even their like fourth line they all just seem to mesh very well they got a good thing going there and it freaks me the fuck out <laughs> All right. Well, the Rangers are back, ladies and gentlemen. I see that you have some notes about Sway in our show notes, but I obviously have been wearing a lot of UMaine stuff and covered some UMaine games recently. And we have our friend Kevin over at UMaine, but he sent me some more stuff to send to you, which I have in this corner, which I just wanted to let you know because we're talking about (laughs) Sway. But I see that you have that the hug is back. So let's chat about it. I am so excited. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I know I love Tuka so much. And I said it once ago. I was like, oh, I'm going to miss Swayman. Like, I'm going to miss the hug. And like, Swayman's doing so well. But now that he's back, I'm like, does Tuka have to come back? Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's going to be till at least after the All Star break. Whoa, whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Pause. Shut up, everyone. <laughs> shut up for 30 seconds. I don't did you did you just can you can you run that back I don't want to because I just, it goes I, everything me? I believe it go oh, no 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 I I, I need that again I Come kind on. of give it to me kind of want just it to stay at swayman omar just, just a little bit <laughs> just a little i need bit. you no 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 no. <laughs> i need you to like i need an explanation here i i what just happened okay okay i will say so tuka i think we need to give three or four more starts and i know bruce cassie said the same thing he was like before we make any decisions, like we need to give Tuka some more chances. And it sounds like Bruce Cassidy is leaning the same way I am. So, you know what? I'm like, okay, maybe I'm not that far off from my thinking. I'm like, give him a few more chances. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> but Swayman's been killing in Providence. We know that. Allmark's been super good. Besides that, like, duh, Dallas game. It was like his third game 
in a row, like whatever. Everyone had a shit night. It's fine. He had a good one the other night. Perfect. I don't know. And I just feel like we've talked about Does it. Sarah like, hate Tuka Rask? No, I don't hate Tuka Rask. If you're listening, <laughs> I don't mean it. <laughs> Not abundantly clear. I love you, Tuka. <laughs> swear to god i never i don't mean it i don't mean it <laughs> you do though i can tell if you are listening to this show and not watching it once again please go watch us on youtube sarah has the look in her eyes where she's like ready for the okay so you know how girls do this thing where they will stay with a guy longer to like help talk themselves out of the breakup and they like break up with them in their head and they just keep going until it's like, I can't even stand you anymore. You're (laughs) disgusting. I don't care. I feel like Sarah has gotten to the point where she's like ready to actually end it because she's gone through it in her head already. That's not true. Like I said, I'll give Tuka three or four more stars before I make my definitive opinion on the matter. But I think the Bruins have a chance at making the playoffs. You know, we've seen it when they were it's not a coincidence to me. And they had Swayman and Omar as their tandem. They were the best they've looked all season. Now, two has had like what, like two, three fucking starts. Like you can't form an actual opinion on it yet. And I understand that. I think it's just me being upset with the imbalance here. We had a good thing going and then it just kind of got halted and we don't get the hugs anymore. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Sarah is ready to break up with Tuka Rask. No, I'm Breaking not. News. You heard it. You heard it here first. I'm not Tuka. I'm not. Don't leave me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I truly, this like, this is crazy. I never thought this day would come. So there's that. We have two more hockey points we want to talk about before we get into our pop culture shit of the week. But... Sarah, you have it our notes. The Kraken got their first shutout. Can we get a dub? Big dub. Big dub for the Kraken. I'm like, any other team, I'd be like, whatever. I don't give a f-. There's like shutouts every day at this point. But it was their first franchise shutout. They just had their first franchise OT win last week. And obviously, your first year as an expansion Bus team. Boston Kings. Yep. I'm like, there's only so much exciting that happens like I think it seems like they have like five wins and I think I've watched them all at this point like I get assigned every fucking Kraken game I'm like I don't know if it's because I'm new or something and like here you get this ah! <laughs> I have watched every sorry Kraken if you game. heard that my my white claw just fizzed so high <laughs> I thought it was gonna spill out of my cup and I had to like suck it down through the straw anyways sorry continue but yeah no so I've been watching probably every single more than any other team besides the Bruins I think I've seen every fucking Kraken game over the last two months which go Kraken they look like an expansion team that <laughs> they do they look, they look- how- see I I I was talking about this yesterday The Kraken look how an expansion team should look. I feel like ever since this whole thing happened with Vegas, Mm -hmm. people have these unrealistic expectations of what these expansion teams should look like. And it drives me insane. Like, no, stop. Like if you're, if you live in Seattle or you're a Kraken fan or whatever, you're going to be okay. 
it's literally the first year. Like you, like you said, I think people get bad expectations out of it because of how they seen like Vegas over the last five years have made the playoffs like three times already and come so close. You're going to be tough. okay. It's supposed to look like this. It, this is what it's supposed to look like Vegas. I don't know what the fuck happened there. They had just like a super team always have had a super team. Kraken looks like expansion team. I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> yep. I agree with you. I was literally talking about this yesterday. <laughs> um, our last hockey point of the week in our notes is a little bit less fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't worry. We have some, the, but honestly, my favorite part of the show coming up, the best part of the show, all the fun stuff that is in our show. Yeah. In my opinion, like the, you know, the girly, the girly stuff, just yeah. girly things. <laughs> but first I see you have some updates about the Kyle beach case in our notes. So um, what did you want to talk about? So I don't know if you saw this, but Rocky Wirtz, who's like the chairman for the Blackhawks, he was asked a question yesterday about the Kyle Beach case. And you would think, given the sensitivity of the case, the backlash that they got from it originally, now, you know, there's another victim who just came out in the last 24 hours. You would think he would have some, like, at the very least, like, bullshit PR statement prepared for this moment. I don't know if you saw the video of it, but like the video does justice. It's like, I'm going to like repeat what he said, but it does not convey how bad it was. He was just like, can we just move on from the Kyle Peach thing? Like, can someone ask anything else about like anything else? And it was just like him like dismissing no. it. Be like, I'm over it. We've moved yeah. on. Like who the fuck cares? Like that's basically his nice way of saying that. And it was not said nicely in any way. It was incredibly rude and said in an incredibly rude manner. So, I don't know. Blackhawks, I obviously can't give. They're just not a good organization. For, for me, it's <coughs> like, for me, it's the inconsiderate part of thinking just because you have moved on from something that other people have as well. And it's like, how incapable are you of reading the room? I don't get it. Like, I, I know you can't talk about a whole lot of it, but you would think someone that of that caliber, like at that high up would have some sort of like, at least not even media training, but like a fucking clue to be like, oh, don't be rude when asked about something that your organization gets backlash for every day as they should is an ongoing investigation. Like someone else just came out. Like there are a million other things you could have said. And yes, probably no matter what answer he gave, it would have been taken. Like, fuck you. <laughs> this like actually is very much worthy of a fuck you. Like just completely like, disregarding all victims. But like media training, PR training or not. How do you not have a single fucking clue of... <coughs> what's going on, what the accusations are, how people feel, Rega- like, regard, I, like, I just, uh, how fucking, like, honestly, and fuck the Blackhawks, your entire organization, top to bottom, like, fuck you guys, honestly, from, like, the deepest depths of my being, uh, uh, I'm just disgusted, like, the people, the NHL, I just, what is we doing? 
That's just how I feel. <laughs> Straight up. I have nothing else to say. What is we doing? <laughs> yeah, so um, moving into the lighter topics of our show as we start to close out. This is our, you know, more, I feel like our more like, it's not so sports related, but it's still sports related Mm -hmm. part of our show. Our pop culture shit of the week is sort of stuff that is, you know, I feel like e-news or like pop or like those sorts of things, what they're talking about, because, you know, at the end of the day, we are a sports show hosted by girls. So I do not know what your pop culture shit this week is. So I'm hoping that you can explain it to me because I know who Sydney Sweeney is, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Sydney Sweeney made some comments about Sam Levinson, who's the like head writer producer at Euphoria. Is a lot of people have been making comments like, "Why is Sydney Sweeney like constantly naked? Like, does she feel degraded mm-hmm. by this? Like, does she have a say in the matter? Like, because it is true. Like, every single scene she's in, like her tits are out, and it like raises yeah. the question, like, is this actually something that she wants or whatever? But she did go on record and say, like, I hate that that's what people think the impression is. She was like, I okay any of it. She's like, there's been times where like, oh, like this scene. And I'm just like, nope, doesn't make sense. She's like, I like it. Like, it's like freedom for me, like all this stuff. So I thought that was interesting just because I feel like Euphoria does get a lot of backlash for its writing, which some of it I very much agree with. I think there's a lot of unnecessary mm-hmm. nudity in it and not it's like whatever it's an HBO show but then you also think back to the fact yeah. it's supposed to be high schoolers so it's just a little weird at times yeah. but I did think it was interesting because usually when it is these type of things like I expected Sydney Sweeney to go on and be like because I know there are some of her like co-workers on that show I don't seem to like Sam Levinson so I thought it was going to be like she was like no like I'm not into it whatever she's like I hate that's what people just assume like oh like I don't want to do this like I have a choice like I always have a choice I have a say in it so I don't know I thought that was Mm -hmm. interesting and not what I expected and I love Sydney Sweeney so I was glad to hear that she has a say in all this yeah that's actually a huge relief because I feel like oftentimes the the consent line kind of you know isn't as solid as it should be Mm -hmm. I love Sydney Sweeney I love Euphoria but I feel like the most common like critique or complaint about Euphoria is that it is supposed to be like the world of a high school and it just is and I kind of agree with it I do feel like they push the line of like the reality of high school no matter where you are Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I do agree that I think they start off with a lot of issues that are like you maybe don't always see in high schools, but definitely go on. I just don't think all the unnecessary, like, about time, it's like soft porn. I'm like, okay. It is. This is fine. Like, it's an HBO show. But again, this is high. I know they're not actual high schoolers. Like, these are grown adults playing these kids. But I'm like, it's weird that we're watching this and like, okay, here's the 16, 17 year old hooking up with this like a 40 year old man. And here they both are butt ass naked in front of your face. Yep. Yeah, I agree. That's my only complaint about Euphoria. And mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, Bye. Yeah. I don't know. It feels, it feels like late college to me, if anything. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. My I love that both of our tea party and pop culture shit of the week both contain something about Joe Burrow, but my pop culture shit of the week, 
I had no idea until I saw some photos this week that our man, Joe Burrow, had veneers. Did you know? I actually did know that. I don't know if I'm just way too deep in on the Joe Burrow, like, TikTok world, or just, like, I think I saw it on Twitter maybe at some point. (laughs) Yeah, nothing against veneers. I have a veneer. Um... (laughs) If you didn't know, I had an entire jaw replacement, but yeah, I have a veneer, so I have nothing against them. I just, I literally, when I found this out, was so shocked and I don't know why, because it's not like tons of athletes and celebrities or whoever don't have veneers, but I was just like, holy crap, he has freaking veneers. (laughs) I did not know you didn't know that, but also I'm like, I guess that's probably not super common knowledge. I know. So I was like looking at like some before and after photos and I was just like, oh, so he does have veneers. Um, So if you also are a first time listener, our tea party segment is kind of like our gossip shit talk segment of the week. Sarah, I had no idea about your tea party. So like I said, both Joe Burrow things to mention, but. Okay. Yeah. So. I am very deep on Joe Burrow TikTok. So I see a lot of these Clearly. things. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> but I did know since, oh, because I watched when he won the college championship, I watched that game because I was like, he's hot. I'll watch it for him. Otherwise, I don't think I would watch. But I knew at the time then in like January 2020 that he had a girlfriend because I did like a quick second of creeping. They've been together since 2019. They're or not 2019, since 2017. They met at Ohio State. They're like called sweethearts. Very cute. She goes to every game. Like there's a lot of pictures of them. And people are like giving her a lot of shit because they're like, he doesn't even post her. Like she's just a fan. I saw some people say like, she's just a fan who follows him around. And one, it was weird because this old woman who, like, is clearly fangirling over Joe. Like, it was a mom. (laughs) Like, it was weird. And people are like, go to her page right now. Like, she's posting pictures with him after the game. Like, clearly, like, they are together. Like, they've been together since 2017. Like, all this stuff. There's so much proof of it. And if you look, they're like, well, he doesn't post her on her, on his Instagram. All his posts are football related, which like that's normal for an athlete. I feel like to just do sports, his last non-football related post or non-sponsored post is her in like 2018. Like just because he's not constantly posting her. I'm like, who the fuck cares? That does not mean they're not together. And it takes two seconds to go to her page and look. And the other thing is I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe she's not as loud and outgoing as say like Brittany Matthews or she's not like Matthews yeah I'm like she's not like Camille so not everyone knows her name or not Giselle what the fuck ever I'm like she's a normal college girl like they met in college she's just like you and me like she's just living her life and that's her happens to be her boyfriend and she was with him since before all this and she's still with them now so you can thirst over Joe Burrow you want like I do the same thing but I'm like that's who he's going home to. That's his girlfriend. And it is fucking weird to go at that girl when she legitimately does not do anything. She just goes about her day. I see she responds to some comments, like be like, oh, tell Joe like good game or whatever. And she's like, yeah, like we'll do. That's about it. That's all she does. <laughs> so I have two <laughs> things I want to say about this. First of all, I had no fucking idea he had a girlfriend. No clue. Like zero idea. She's super Second cute. of all, it is- I looked her up. She's not my type, but like, good for her. 
um like she I'm sure she's like I'm sure she like has like a great person like I'm literally not trying to be that girl at all like at all just I'm just saying like personally she is not my type and that's okay because I like girls and I can like who I like so if you have something to say about it it's not that I'm being like that girl it's just like I like girls sometimes and she just that's all I have to say she's a cute girl I'm sure she's great I'm sure she's fucking awesome um I personally just don't want to you know um (laughs) so I had no idea, but it is very, very, very common knowledge, not even just because we run social media, just public common knowledge that Joe Burrow does not run his fucking social media. It is very common knowledge that Joe Burrow has <laughs> is completely fucking hands off with his social media. I'm sure he has a burner that is something that his friends and family follow because yeah. every athlete does, every celebrity does. I felt I... I'm not going to blow up my spot, but I absolutely follow one of the most popular. I'm allowed to follow one of the like most popular people in the world's <coughs> private Instagram. That's like 2000 people. If you don't believe me that these celebrities and people like that have private fucking Instagrams and social media, you're an idiot and you can't be helped. But Joe Burrow does not have his fucking mitts. I'm obviously he has the login and all the info and shit like yeah. that to his fucking page, but that is not his main form. No, you're an idiot. If you think that so. I didn't know he had a girlfriend. Good for him. Good for her. I hope they're happy. I'm sure they're great. But like, if you think that he is that that he is running that social media page, you need help. What does kill me is the mom because I saw her on multiple videos. She's like, this girl is a fan. Like, blah blah blah. And I'm like, why are you this invested? I'm like, you're like fucking fifty. Go raise your children. One, leave Joe Burrow alone. Leave his girlfriend alone. I'm like why do you care and why are you going at this girl like I was like going through her comments I was like if anyone's mean to this girl I'm gonna step in <laughs> like Olivia yeah, Holzmacher Holzmacher I got you girl I got you sister <laughs> also like no offense if you're like I don't care if you're the hottest 50 year old woman to ever walk the planet if you're like some mom out there who's like thirsting over Joe Burrow it's not like you even have a shot anyway. Like, no offense, bitch, but like, you have no fucking shot, no chance, none. It, it was none. Weird. He's not Jimmy G. <laughs> so that's how I feel about that. I have a couple things I want to talk about for my tea party segment this week. Okay. First of all, if you are a soccer fan, you know who Mason Greenwood is. If you are not, Mason Greenwood is a now former player from Manchester United who is on record being recorded raping his girlfriend, like brutally. And it came out last week and he has been arrested, but obviously he's a fucking multimillionaire. So how that goes is TBD. But this girl is like screaming at him in this recording, like, no, I don't want to do this. I don't want to have sex right now. Like none of that. And his responses are absolutely disgusting. I fucking hate you, Mason Greenwood. I'm embarrassed to be a Manchester United fan after this, after them signing Ronaldo again with his clear rape case. I, I'm in the market for a new premier league team. So if you have a team that you recommend, please message me, tweet me, DM me. I have been, I've been a Manchester United fan since I was nine years old. And I know that the Jags have been through a lot of shit, but I am, this is the first team outside of the Jaguars that I personally have like loved and fell in love with and fell in love with a sport with. And I am, I'm out. 
Um, and that's tough to say because like I was born into Jag fandom, you know, I was born in 1996. The Jags were 1995. I was born into that born and raised in Jacksonville. Like that's something I grew into, but I chose to love Manchester United. as like a young kid playing soccer and I'm disgusted with this club. So if you have a team that you recommend a fan base, you recommend, I am in the market for a new team. Um, so that's my first thing that I want to talk about tea party this week. I'll let you guys go search Mason Greenwood. If you are unaware, or if that's something you are passionate about, because honestly, it's so brutal. I have a hard time talking about it as a woman. Um, the other two things I want to talk about first being apparently there are college salary caps, because obviously, as you guys know, or if you don't know, um, college athletes are allowed to make money off of their likeness now. And there is conversation of considering caps about how much money a student athlete can make. Sarah, do you have any thoughts about that? All right. The app, like, yeah, you have your big college stars, typically in football or basketball. Maybe that in some of those cases, not every college athlete plays D1 football. Not every college athlete plays D1 basketball is not a man. Like this is not even like applied to like women's basketball. There should not be a salary cap on fucking college sports, like athletes getting paid because 95% of them are going to maybe make like a thousand dollars in a year off this whole thing. Realistically, maybe like what, why? Mm-hmm. Cause you know, the NCAA would like cap it off to like 500. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. It's like, obviously there are bigger and smaller schools in different areas across the U S or the world or like whatever, but it's like, obviously Trevor Lawrence is going to make way more money than, you know, some gymnast at like a D three school, but it's like the majority of those athletes won't even touch that salary cap anyway. So it's Mm -hmm. like, for me, in the age of social media, like we've talked about young kids, like making money off your likeness, marketing yourself, all that kind of stuff. It's like, this is a new generation. This is a new world. You can't really be like, no, you're not allowed to make money off of how much people like you. That's fucked up. Like if you are a good athlete, you have good social media, or if you're a shit athlete and have great social media and people want to market you or whatever, you shouldn't be able to tell me what I can do with my self-image. I see well, NCAA is the most fucked organization in sports which is saying a lot like that you have to really earn that title they have earned it (laughs) it's true it's true I kind of hate the NCAA um especially with all their like rules about like what you can and cannot receive or be gifted or like stuff like that I know there was this big controversy when I was in college at UNH about like because of NCAA rules, like if someone got a bagel, you could only take the bagel. You couldn't take the cream cheese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, fuck that. Like I'm so pro people making money off of their likeness. It's ridiculous. My only other uh, tea party thing I wanted to bring up this week is Shaquille O'Neal called Ben Simmons a baby. And I died laughing at that. I don't really care what side of the fence you were on. Shaq is fucking hilarious. Um, but the last segment of our show every week is our tweets of the week. Sarah, what are your tweets of the week? Um, I just had one. It, he ended up deleting the tweet. I wish I screenshot it. It might've been the weirdest tweet I've ever received. 
So I tweeted a selfie, which I don't tweet a ton of those, whatever. So, but also, you know, I have my responses off. So only people that can follow me can respond to that. So I'm like, oh, it should be Mm -hmm. fine. Whatever. I see it as a quote retweet. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Whatever. Some like no name, bunch of numbers account. I like go look at them. This is like MAGA, like whatever. The tweet was the most insane shit I've seen in my life. It was like, you better watch yourself. A girl like you is going to get shot at by illegal immigrants. They don't want you to have your country anymore. They're going to take you away because of how you look. You are in danger and not okay. <laughs> Hello? And so I just like, at first I just quote retweeted. It was like, question mark? Like, but then I was like, I don't want to give this attention. Like, I don't want to like try and like, get engagement off of this guy being just like a blatant like racist fucking freak yeah but then of course like people that follow me did see it and were like in the replies are like what the fuck's wrong with you like this is so fucked whatever i just ended up blocking him and then i looked and saw that he deleted the tweet and he also ended up blocking me back i don't know i it's because i'm a libtard (laughs) yeah we (laughs) yep I've seen some of your tweets, Sarah. (laughs) Me too. Retweet. Retweet. Typical work of the week. Hello. (laughs) Hello. But hello. Yeah, that was all. I was like, okay, I'm never posting another fucking selfie again. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, I post a picture because I'm like, oh, my hair looks good. Like, blah, blah, blah. You're going to get shot at by legal. You're a libtard. I was like, what the fuck? Pink oh, hair, wow. libtard. This is- Imagine Wait. having pink hair. But thank God I did not understand. Imagine the color of your hair determining your political affiliation. You know shit would have been said more than just libtard. <laughs> I'm thinking of so many things that I can't say out loud. Me too. Um, Me too. So my <laughs> tweets of the week, the guy who has been tweeting all of the Anthony memes, the disciple one had me oh, fucking That's my dying. friend Jack. <laughs> who is he? He's like my actual friend. <laughs> okay. Who, uh, who is this person? I need to know because I love him. I was like Jack Moran. You, you can hang out with him anytime. Just let me know. <laughs> This guy is fantastic. Please keep these coming. Anthony, we love you. Um, My other DMs of the week, if you have not seen, I have posted the craziest DM I think I have ever gotten I on saw that. my Instagram story, Twitter, and TikTok. <laughs> Fucking wild. So please go check that out. And then my last tweet of the week, I actually need to pull up. So Sarah, I'm assuming you know who Johnny Manziel is. Yes. Okay, so Johnny Manziel... <laughs> went on like a Twitter ripper this week and it has been so funny. But so Johnny Manziel tweeted earlier this week, never will I ever care what you Twitter dorks have to say. You trade my life for yours in a heartbeat. That's the ultimate fail. And I just stand Johnny Manziel so hard. I literally love him. He's the best Twitter follow and he's been ripping into people for like days now. I wonder if he's like doing blow again. I don't know. I hope not. But like I fucking am 
dying, please go follow Johnny Manziel on Twitter. This is Johnny Manziel's Stan podcast. I have seen his tweets. The recent ones are funny. I'll give it to him. I love him. He's such a homie. I literally love him. Also, um, new phone case update. Please go buy Saturdays and Seltzer's stickers on Etsy. We are doing a sale for Valentine's Day, so don't forget to go grab a pink hoodie, the light pink or the hot pink for less than $30, depending on your size. Sarah, closing thoughts. What do you have for me? Okay. One, it says my internet connection is unstable. So thank God we're at the end of our show right now. Two, (laughs) if you didn't see my video, my hair is pink for cancer prevention month. So go to cancerprevention.org, learn the facts, make a donation do what you can. You could dye your hair pink, purple, whatever to show your support. That's all I got. All right. To go off queen, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at sat and seltzers pod on Instagram at Saturdays and seltzers. Um, you can join our discord. You can follow us on YouTube at Saturdays and seltzers. Our sale for our hoodies is going on through Valentine's day. We love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Keep on sipping y'all, and we will see you They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. With Sundays up for the boys, with Saturdays for the girls. Get up, girl, get up, girl. It's Saturday, y'all. Saturdays and Celsius. With your host, Kendra and Sarah. Y'all know who it is. It's your boy KR, spot a kiss on the track. <laughs> Let's go. Oh.